Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the first episode of 2024. Welcome to Techniche Tips. I'm your host, Joseph M. Smith, and like I always say, I have another one for you, and I'm excited. We're, we're here. We made it to 2024. Yes. And I have and and I'm so glad to have Lawrence with me today. How are you doing, Lawrence? Man, I am doing great. Thanks for the invite. Privileged to be the first guest of 2024. This was going to be special. Yeah, it is. I I could tell after the conversation we've had earlier, after mm. looking at your story, this this right here, if you guys don't have your water or if you if you're eating breakfast, you have your breakfast ready, you don't want to miss this. So I would encourage you to go ahead if you're on LinkedIn, like, comment and share. And if you're on YouTube, go ahead and like, comment, share, and even subscribe to this channel if you have found value in it, because I know this is going to be a very, very valuable conversation. And I want to just take some time to look at, go to the audience, because I know it's been some people here that hasn't been here with us for a while. And yes, we have Operation Tech Takeover in the building, Peace and Blessings family. I hope you and your family had a happy new year. It was a good one. What is it, how was it for you, Lawrence? How was your, how was your new year? New Year was fantastic. Didn't do a whole lot besides watch night at service. Um, yeah. Had a great Christmas as well. I hosted most all of my family. Actually, I saw everyone in my family, like mom, dad, sister, her family, my kids, on the same day and the first time in a while. So that was really special. But New wow. Year's for me, for the most part, was chill. Didn't even shoot fireworks. We just went to church, came back home. Yeah, <laughs> I hear Peaceful. that. Peaceful edition. <laughs> I hear that. And he and Scott is a so, Operation Tech Takeover, he's excited. He basically is like, I know this is going to be amazing. I had a convo with him about a previous bad coding boot camp experience, and he gave great resource. Oh, boy. We're going to talk about that and more. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of listen to help me. He is one of the goats. Good morning, Darcel. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, oh, it's early, but we got a super chat already from wow. a friend of the pod, Tech Coach Ralph. Welcome back, bro. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well, man. Uh, we missed you. Uh, I see you still grinding. So go ahead. If you are on YouTube, go ahead and go to Tech Coach Ralph. Go ahead and subscribe to his channel and uh, and definitely check in there with him, lock in with him. He's a QA, uh, senior QA, and he could give you some great insight as well. Oh, man, we got uh, Mitch in the building says, good morning, good morning. And I was going to say that part, but thank you for the reminder. Uh, don't forget to come to the YouTube for the Q&A portion. So before we get into the story, which we are about to do, uh, I want to encourage you to, if you are not already connected with us, you could go and see the ticker at the bottom. Go to youtube.com forward slash at techniche tips. That's youtube.com forward slash at techniche tips. Because in the point of this interview, we're going to move everything from LinkedIn and exclusively be on YouTube for the Q&A portion of this. So you don't want to miss it. If you have questions that come into your head, if you typed out a question and you put it in the chat below, your answer, your questions will be answered in that Q&A section. So you definitely want to do that. Oh, oh, the brother is here. Tech back Trey already on YouTube. That's 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 my brother right there. We have a morning show that we oh. have on Mondays. So definitely lock in with us if you have not already. Um, and so what we're going to get started pretty quickly in a moment there. Um, let me just wipe. Let me just wipe it over here real quick. <laughs> Operation Tech Takeover said, oh, come on, Joseph, I know I got your back. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, and Lawrence, I know you, um, this morning we had a little bit of connection issues, y'all. So uh, Brother Lawrence might be coming back in a moment. But what I wanted just to say is just thank you so much, everybody, for, again, just kind of tuning in with us and locking in with us. And, 
And there's a couple of things that I wanted to kind of draw to your attention before we get started. Yo, it's like a reunion here. What up, Daniel? What up? What up? What up? Good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. <laughs> Come on, Joseph. You know I got your back. I love it. I love it. I love it. My brother Trey is in the building. That is fantastic. Uh, yes. So, yeah, we're going to talk about some things on the morning show. Um, let me just say a couple of things right now. If you haven't been a part of our morning show, you definitely want to check that out. We're going to be talking about some subjects, man. I'm just going to say this uh, as one of the topics. We're going to be talking about Cat Williams and what he said and how that's related to tech in some area. Uh, so you definitely want to lock in. Um, that's that's kind of been the thing that everybody's been talking about. But you know how we do it. We have to relate it back to tech. So if you're going to join the morning show that's coming up this Monday morning at 7 a.m., we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be talking about it. Yes, Eric, thank you so much. This is going to be good. Mitch said cat. Yeah, man. Cat had cat had uh, some some things to say. I'm not going to say too much because we got we got a show planned out for you on Monday. So we're going to talk about it on Monday. Uh, yes, catch the morning show on Mondays at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are central, like my brother Trey, it's 6 a.m. Central, and we are definitely going to have a great time talking about it. Uh, as my guest gets back on here in a few, I just wanted to kind of preview that for you all. So go ahead and check that out. <laughs> Trey's, Trey gave the eye emojis. He's like, listen, cat in the hat which was a part of that conversation as well. If you remember this conversation that they, if you guys saw it, if you saw the interview, which is like right now, almost 20 million views in three days, which is, I never seen anything like that. Um, please have your notes ready. We're going to talk about that subject matter. What up, chef? Chef is in the building. Chef Jay, good to see you. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. He, Trey, Trey, he said Disney sent him a cease and desist. That's true. Disney did send him a cease and desist about about the cat and the hat moniker. Um, man, I, I y'all 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 getting me started. I can't talk about it now though. I cannot talk about it right now. I have to wait. I have to wait until until Monday, until Monday morning for us to talk about it because we have a lot to share about about that. There's um we're gonna be talking about what to do in the new year in regards to kind of setting yourself up. So there's a lot that we're going to be talking about, and I want to just make sure that you guys are ready to go. All right. So I think I got we got Lawrence back on the horn. No worries, man. No worries. Man. <laughs> hey, I've man. Had an issue. Bear in mind all week, but this morning in particular, just Wi-Fi in and out. I'm literally connecting from my phone via data right now. Hopefully, we won't have any issue with that. The orientation might be a little weird, but I think you can see me. I think you can hear me. The message should translate. Apologies to your audience for. Uh, Tech support. We need one of those tech guys to come fix this. No <laughs> tech guys around. Yeah, no. Cool. Trust me. I, I I was I was thinking back to the time, and I'm gonna get we get started right after this. But I was thinking back to the time when I was in the hotel in Washington D.C. for Thanksgiving, and mm. that thing shut out so many different times. <laughs> I had friends messaging wow. me like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "They try to kick me out the hotel. That's what it is. They try to kick me out. They don't want it's your boy to shine to get the truth out." See? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So listen, y'all, I'm not going to delay any longer. We're going to get right into talking about let's the story, this. the man, the myth, and the legend here, Mr. Lawrence. So let's get right into it. Lawrence, you you started off, according to my uh, research, is it hospitality that you started off in? Or was it, you know, like, where did you start off before you made that transition into tech? 
Yeah, before tech, it was hospitality, food service. Who doesn't? Who don't know what that means? Every type of food service you can imagine. I did fast food, fine dining. I did. Uh, I had a fun stint working for the Isaac Hayes joint in Memphis when it was open and to meet some celebrities and rub noses. Woo! But I wasn't a manager at that time, just a server. But uh, every imaginable type of food service is one of those careers. I always say there's like three fields that people tend to fall into. Like you can mm -hmm. love it. Or if you don't have marketable skills, you tend to fall into, and that's hospitality, retail, and warehouse. So mm. mine, was, mine was hospitality. You just kind of end up in food service, and you have to eat. You have to keep the lights on. You have to keep things moving, particularly if you're a family man. You got wife, kids, husband, what have you. Yeah. So, um, you know, you learn to love it enough to keep the bills on, to keep the bills moving, to keep the lights on. But it was yeah. by no means my calling, by no means like whatever I dreamed of doing. It just, I did what I had to do. And, mm. uh, you know, I had a decent work ethic in me from my parents. And so I got good enough where I didn't become like a manager and then a general manager and had a, you know, kind of mediocre middle income salary down here in the South. Uh, but it yeah. was by no means what I always had planned to do. And uh, yeah, after about maybe a good 17 years in it, give or take, yeah. I was at the point of no return. Literally mm -hmm. the point of no return. Could not go forward. Uh, Remember rolling over in bed one very sleepy morning, looking at my wife and saying, I can't do this to retirement. Wow. Like, I'll die first. Like, I just, I can't do it. Whew. Very, very stressful. People have, and I have so much appreciation even now when we go out to eat for service workers and what they go through just to be able to put on the smiling face for you at the table. Like, there's yeah. a lot that happens in the back of the house, <laughs> starting <laughs> with missing people. Like, you know, the show must go on. And then, you know, you mess around and get into management or leadership. You're always on. Like, there's no such thing as an off day, particularly if it's your store. And I've had at least three different stories that I wasn't the guy that ran the whole thing. Because when you're off, all it takes is the wrong number of people to be off. And then you're right back at work. Or people are calling you asking, what should I do? And I'm the assistant manager. Wow. They're calling, hey, you know, how do I replace this person? And this person won't answer the phone. And should I close off the dining room and just run drive through? I'm like, no. So... It's one what? of those things where you don't really get to turn it off. Wow. You really don't. Even in leadership positions, you don't get to turn it off. You're always on, which generally speaking, I don't think we're wired for that. I don't think oh. anybody's wired to always be on like that, to always be conscious, always have the engine rolling. Um, yeah. that, that leads to the stress and the burnouts and that kind of thing where you can't ever really turn it off, even when you're supposed to be off. Like Even on a vacation, yeah. I remember taking vacations in food service and you're in another state in another part of the country and you're still thinking about your store wow which means the relaxation that you need to get the relaxation the restoration that you need to get Not you don't I mean, you, you kind of get it you're there with your family you're taking your pictures and they're having fun but you're still thinking like did this go wrong or is the health inspection inspector going to come by or is my dm going to come by you're just always thinking those questions and so wow. you don't really get many chances to uh, to restore properly but that mm. was my background um, now, there was a five-year stint in there where I had sworn, no more restaurants. I'm done with the restaurants. I'm not going back. And uh, it was shortly after the Nissan plant opened in Canton, Mississippi. We have a huge plant that makes Nissan vehicles. And yeah. um, again, I got in the warehouse. That's one of those things you do. We don't have skills. And I was a forklift driver. Had no experience forklift driving in my life. Didn't know anything about it. But I started to get $9.50 an hour. And uh, wow. worked my way up to being like the little supervisor of the forklift drivers and like the team lead. And uh, shortly after that, I finished my degree. So I got a bachelor's degree from Mississippi State for their extension program. It wasn't a technical degree, like a general business degree. But yeah. it was a piece of paper. I just wanted to have some kind of paper. And then I uh, kept working my way up. And I was the next thing I know, I was a supply chain analyst. So I'm the one 
ordering the parts for the warehouse to go at from my um, company, which was Visteon, over the wall to Nissan because our company was located inside Nissan. So I did that. Mm. I was enjoying that, man. I have a whole new career. I'm in the supply chain now. This is a wow. roving field. I'm learning about Kanban and Kaizen and just-in-time delivery and lean manufacturing. And five years in, next thing I know, I don't even know what the year was, but we were in one of our many wars and gas prices were shooting through the roof. And the main thing, the main vehicle we made was the big body. So we made the QX56, the Infinity, we made the, and the Titan, and then the Quest minivan. And like nobody was buying big vehicles at that time. And Nissan turned around and apparently we were about a month out from releasing the next year's vehicle. But yeah. we already had a year of inventory still on the lot at the plant. That's way too many cars. Wow. And so ba Nissan basically sent out an edict, basically like, you know, there's no more night shift. We, we have no need for night shift, like in the foreseeable future. We have so much inventory what? we have to convert over. And I was on the night shift. So everybody got axed. <laughs> well, I went to my boss. I was like, hey, his name was Roger Latham. Love that guy. Honest, yeah. like straight shooters. And hey, Roger, um, you know, I hear Nissan's cut off the night shift. I'm on night shift. Yo, y'all got something for me? He said, well, if you got something lined up, I would take it. <laughs> no, I don't have anything wow. lined up. Man, this is my new career. I, this is, I'm putting all my eggs in this basket. And so didn't work out. And uh, I went back to, I'm looking around, but like nobody's hiring in my area in supply chain because Nissan ran the roost and all the suppliers were for Nissan. So when they get rid of their night shift, Everyone else gets rid of the night shift and any uh -huh. openings they had, they just replaced them internally for people that you know, were going to be out of work. So there were no supply chain jobs. There was none. It's like, crap, back to restaurants again. Dang it. Mm. And that's when I went to, I think my first restaurant after that is when I got started with Jackson State. So I was a food service director at oh, Jackson man. State University in Jackson for a while, HBCU down there. Yeah. Um, at the time, they were the last remaining self-operated dining facility. I worked for Will Smith, did that for a while as a retail director. Then we went corporate, worked for Aramark. So I was the food service associate director or whatever they called it. I ran all the retail stuff. It was wow. our coffee shop and our Burger Kings and all that kind of thing at our convenience store. Uh, left there, went to Ole Miss, opened up the athletic dining facility there. It's called the Grill at 1810. Really nice facility. Still there. Uh -huh. Uh, that's located actually inside the like practice field, the Archie Manning building. It's located yeah. inside that building. Where oh, wow. You can just roll up the doors from the practice field and the football players can walk They're running. The field, <laughs> right into the dining room after they shower. After they shower. That's the requirement. You, know, that's come the field. you come off the field, you ain't coming off the field. So <laughs> I opened that restaurant. It was really nice. It was like the favorite place to eat on, on uh, campus. Mm. Ran into some issues there. Probably won't get too much into that here, but ran into some issues there. Ended mm -hmm. up getting terminated, which was very odd. And yes. um, after that, I think I did uh, a Holiday Inn for about a year or two and then wrapped up at Cookout. I'm not sure. They probably don't have cookouts where you live. Cookout, no, no, not in Jersey. Southern-based <laughs> burger chain. It's basically kind of like Wendy's quality burgers, but with Chick-fil-A quality service for the most part. And it used to be low prices. And I went to Cookout like two weeks ago, man. They're high as I'll get out. But back when I worked there, I could get like, <laughs> Four ninety nine. You could get the combo box. You were good to go. Wow, so that was my last one, and it was a fun experience. I mean, I enjoyed myself, and I enjoyed teaching people. That's always been a core thing. I like teaching people, showing people the way. 
And so yeah. even if it's just like some kid, you know, from high school just wants a little summer job, teaching them how to cook a burger, you know, how to cook fries, how to present, how to present themselves in front of customers. Yeah. I enjoy doing those things. So I found some joy in it, but nevertheless, it's still food service. And yeah. food service will drain you. And like I mentioned earlier, I yeah. reached a point where enough was enough and too much was too much and I had to get out. <laughs> and, and and what made you say, okay, I got to get out. I got to go to tech <laughs> of all things. <laughs> yeah. So, and I've told the story so many times. I try to mix yeah. it up. So, because probably some of your audience has seen me say this somewhere else. Yeah. But I was always supposed to be in tech. Mm. Like this was where I'm supposed to be. I just didn't do the right thing in college. Mm. I, I, I messed up big time in college. So people look at me like the big achiever, or whatever. Like I screwed up some years, time, mm. people's resources, finances. Like I messed up and it did not work out for me in college at all yeah. to the point where I couldn't like pass. And then I was went into a depression. didn't even know it at the time where I couldn't pass any classes. because I got kicked out of one school, go to another school. But then your head's not right. You still haven't addressed the core problems, which was I was an overachiever in high school. I always made all A's without trying when you get to college and you have to study. But I had no study habits. And I yeah. went from being a big fish in a little pond to like a nearly non-existent fish in a huge. Like It was just all these factors at once. And I wow. never got my grounding. But I was supposed to have been in tech. I had a great example. My mom was a teacher. She was educated, college educated. My dad yeah. was a mechanical engineer, first professional engineer for the state of Mississippi, MDOT, Department of Transportation. So I had wow. the example. I just didn't follow it <laughs> mm. once I got out of high school. And then after four and a half, five years of that not working, starting my collegiate background to start my technical career, my engineering yeah. career, that's when the whole food service thing started. So this new um, inundation of me going into tech is really picking up from 30 years ago. Mm. 25 wow. to 30 years ago, picking it back up where I was supposed to be. And the encouragement that I got was having a conversation with a career services facility that basically said, or they gave me like a whole battery of tests, like the, you know, all the different kind of personality tests and career assessment tests and skills assessments. And yeah. long story short, it actually listed some technical careers as things that I showed aptitude for, which mm. surprised the heck out of me. Like, I'm, I've been flipping burgers. What do you mean I could be a an actuary or a database analyst or a, like a web developer. Like, what do you mean? That doesn't even make sense. But it yeah. was on the, like the top five were all either technical or engineering related. I'll say STEM related career fields that I really? had an aptitude for. Surprised <laughs> the heck out of me. Like all the tech I've done was you know, fixing the cash register when it goes out up front. So yeah, that was neat. And that began my learning journey. Wow. Wow. That that you know it's so funny because you you're right like you, going back to your your education it was in business and technology so the fact that you took that it took almost like and and forgive the reference if y'all are not familiar with it but I think about the the story of David uh, mm. and sixteen years yeah. <laughs> it took him to get right where he was promised to be as king and for you it was thirty come on Bible yeah you know what I mean like so it's just kind of like for me it just kind of made me think about Everybody who's listening or watching and thinking like my time has passed. Lawrence is the prime example of no, it has not yet. Don't end right. your don't don't put a period where there's supposed to be a a, a semicolon or a comma. There's still no more to be done. <laughs> there's still more to be done. And I love it too because the, the audience is really, really responding to this. I, in fact, Tech Coach Ralph said so many people mess up that way. I could have been a lot 
further if I knew what I was getting into when I going to college. And uh, and Chef J said, I have a similar background from college to hospitality now to tech. So nice. you are you are speaking. Uh, and then somebody he came back and said, Moses leading the children of Israel through the wilderness, 40 years for a 13 day trip. You know, <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, the path is not linear. Yes. And I've, I've come up with, uh, so I did, a, I'm starting this little series on TikTok. I'm not TikTok, on Twitter. I call unconventional definitions. So I did one for retirement. My next yep. one is going to be perseverance. My unconventional definition of perseverance is withstanding temporary pain mm. to get to eventual gain. Mm. That's all mm. perseverance is. Can you withstand that pain? It might be a day, a week, a month. It might be 30 years. But yeah. be able to come back around and still go for it and still use the same amount of energy, the same mm. amount of focus, the same amount of diligence to get the thing done. That's perseverance. And uh, yeah. is one of the key traits in a later in life start, um, start or anyone looking for a career transition, you're going to need perseverance just as much as that course, the boot camp, the college or whatever else, the network, you need perseverance. Yes, and a friend of, our, of both of us, Kanika. Kanika, she came on. She's like, preach, uh, brother. Kanika. Shout out to Kanika. We love Kanika. <laughs> we That's love Kanika. Cool, I want to grow up and be like Kanika. Uh, me, me and you both. She's one of, <laughs> I, I got a small list of names, man. They're way up there. She's one of them. I hope she knows that. Yeah, if she doesn't, she knows now. He's like, hey, y'all, and that's right. We can do all things to Christ. Amen to that. That's right. Amen. Amen. And he said, Operation, like I told you, man, this, this man is fire. <laughs> he's, he's bringing the heat this morning. And there's so much that we have to unpack. But I want to stop and say, y'all, this has been, I mean, we even, we get into like, we just got to the nitty gritty. We didn't even get really deep yet. But if this has been great to you, go ahead, like, comment, like everybody is doing, and share this with somebody else who they may have given up. They may have said, hey, it's too late for me. And, mm -hmm. and, and Lawrence is the prime example of that not being true. And so go ahead, like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube and like, comment and share if you're on LinkedIn. This is going to be a great conversation because right now we're going to pivot to that moment where all the aptitude tests are done and he decided to go into being a software developer. I would love to impact yeah. that a little bit more. Yeah. So that's where it gets murky again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout out to the current environment. Shout out to people like Kanika. Uh, Tanika Askew, um, Simone Bees, um, Tamika Reed, yeah. Anthony Mays, so many folks who didn't just make it and disappear. Mm. Unfortunately, is a trend in our community, the yeah. make it and disappear. Ooh. They made it to a certain level, right? I'm sure they're still going, but they made it to a certain level and they stuck around. They stuck around to say, mm. hey, let me, let me show you, let me show you this. Hey, let me tell you about that. There wasn't a whole lot of that five and a half. Well, I can see I got started in tech five and a half years ago. So we're talking yeah. seven plus years ago that I was just starting my first, like my first little online courses. There weren't a lot of people. There was no tech Twitter. There was no, it Twitter was around. There was no tech Twitter as such. Um, uh, Clubhouse wasn't even around. Many wow. of the meetups that you see now were not around. Like it was a much smaller, tight knit community much yeah. more reflective of boys club, good old boys club. Mm. And I wasn't in that. Okay. Yeah. And so even in the local town, I lived in Oxford, Mississippi, there was one tech meetup group and somewhere on some blog I read, you should go to meetups. And so I looked them up and it was restricted to the college students only. I'm not in college. I'm, I'm flipping burgers. What do I do? Yeah. And so my earliest wow. attempts at learning programming, so I'm a programmer, right? 
were yeah. just fraught with just errors and just buying bad courses, uh, getting stuck, like doing HTML, CSS, getting stuck on JavaScript and thinking maybe it's not a good course. And so I'll skip that course and I'll go get another course. Like it was just back and forth. Then I would quit for a while because I just got wow. frustrated. Come back three months later, not knowing when you take a break like that, you're going to forget everything you've been doing because you haven't been doing the space repetition. So now I'm starting back at square one. Yeah. Not a fun story. Like this is the part of the story. Like I help people to understand when you're frustrated and going through and you look at certain personalities, I understand many of us have some frustrating stories too. The only difference is we didn't quit. Yeah. We didn't quit. And, I, and I quit and didn't quit. If that makes sense. Like I had lots of yeah. stops, lots of stops, lots of stops. And it was eventually just settling into free code camp, doing that through the front end certification. Uh, switched so I shout out to Free Code Camp. We love them. Yeah. Um, switching over from that to codingphase.com. My man Joe Santos Garcia. He has a wow. very project-based approach to learning web development. Doing a couple of courses with him, and then a few more videos from like Traversy Media and a couple yeah. I can mention from um, Udemy. Um, oh God, what's his name? Traversy Media on YouTube, but also wow, he did it all. <laughs> I can see him, but yeah. And that was enough for me to put together a few front end development front end development uh, projects into a portfolio and start applying for jobs. Wow. So that's like the next phase, right? So now it's time to apply for jobs. You got the little assets ready. I fixed up my resume to reflect as much tech stuff as I can, and I'm not getting anything. I'm mm. applying to five, to 10, to 20, to 30, to 40, to 50. Nothing, nothing at all. And I'm like, what's the problem? I know how to code and I'm a nice guy and like, yeah. you know, all I need is a chance. If I get in the interview, I can talk my way through anything. I'm not getting any feedback. And so I'm researching and I'm researching and researching. I'm like, oh, you need connections. You need, you've got to get to the meetup groups. You've got to do this. you got to do that. I didn't know anybody. I finally found a meetup group. So it was a meetup that was happening in Little Rock, Arkansas. That Arkansas, mm -hmm. that is hours away from me. Yeah, I went to it. I went to it. It didn't do anything for me at all, but this, what's important there is I was willing to go the extra mile. Mm. That's, that, that's my, that was my, that's my um, semicolon for this sentence right here. I was willing to go the extra mile. And I'm saying that kind of as a precursor to hopefully what we hit later. People yeah. had run into different issues getting started. You have to be willing to go the extra mile sometimes. Yes. You have to take this journey, this tech journey from being a should, a could, uh, I would like to a must. To an yeah. absolute, these are my musts. And so I drove, it might be like five or six hours one way for a single day meetup. Yeah. And all the way back. That's wow. not practical. That doesn't make sense. But I was yeah. going to go the extra mile. Eventually, I found another meetup. Like I said, I lived in Oxford. I found one that was happening in Memphis, Tennessee with a group mm. called Code Connector. And I drove up here. That was an hour and a half. Showed yeah. up, didn't know anybody. I'm nervous. I'm just trying to introduce myself, find out what do you do, what happens, how do you get the job. Like I don't know anything about anything. Wow. And I ran into very, very kind people who could see where I was. They could see like I was clueless. They saw my, my little rinky dink portfolio, and they just helped me. They weren't asking wow. for a dollar. They didn't look for me to scratch their back. They wouldn't ask me for to you know mention my name. They just helped me between Code Connector. And then some other meetups that happened under a group called MemTech, Memphis Technology Foundation. Yeah. And I love shouting out these names because they've never asked me to. Um, wow. Joe Ferguson here in Memphis, Ted Patterson, who used to live in Memphis, he's moved out. People like George Spake, 
um, Bryce, I forget Bryce's last name. Um, there's just like a few key names. James Quick, most people know James Quick from either YouTube or Twitter. These yeah. are all Memphis people who I came to like, help, and they just helped me. <laughs> wow. They just helped me. With no looking for, no clout. They weren't trying to get likes on their page. Just yeah. helped me. And uh, kind of, again, foreshadowing, that is one of the biggest reasons that I do what I do. And I went on to help lead the Cold Connector organization later because it's the one place that helped me without asking for anything at all. Wow. So one of the things that was really cool with the Cold Connector, they had a Slack channel. And that Slack channel, there was a work like channel within the Slack server, right? Yeah. And on the work, they would post different jobs. They had like different feeds coming from different places. And a job that they posted here in Memphis for a web developer was actually backlinked from Craigslist. I'm like, why Craigslist? Like, I don't wow. go to Craigslist for jobs. You go to there to buy a used bike. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would never think, because I'm on Indeed, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Monster, I'm Career Builder, I'm all over the place trying to find a job. Still, nothing's happening. I'm up in the 200 application mark now. Like, once I hit 100, I stopped tracking. I can show you my Excel, I stopped tracking because it was so depressing. But I yeah. know I did at least that many more. But I hit that hit that uh, link. There's a, a link to a job on Craigslist somewhere I would never look. Wow. It was a job for a little place called Fred's, a little convenience store down here. I think it's pretty much Southern based. They've gone out of business since. And wow. I interviewed with a guy. Well, first of all, I put an application, got a call the next week. That was already astounding. Like, he called me in a week. Like, I, this has never happened. Yeah. <laughs> got that call. Had a nice little chat, set the interview, set the second interview. Next thing I know, I got a job. I got a tech, a tech job, a real live tech job. Now, here's the thing. It was not senior principal architect, 200000 No, it was a part-time web content uh, developer. Like, it was a really weird type, and it was part-time. Wow. So I'm talking to my wife. At the time, again, I'm the GM of a very busy fast food chain. I was doing okay. Like, I was making money. I wasn't banking, but I was making money. We're okay. We have a house, a mortgage. We take vacations. Like, we're doing yeah. okay. And I'm about to leave that and go to a part-time gig. Ooh. And I was like, babe, this is... The wife might be like, wait a second. This <laughs> is... is math they mathing. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm talking about... You know, oh. But I think, babe, this is going to be my door in. I think I need to take it. And I promise you, I'll do whatever I have to do to make up the money. Again, we still live in Oxford. So I'm already looking at a, a one and a half hour commute. So I'm figuring like if I work like, let's say eight to 12, what I'll do, I'll just get off, have a lunch. And I'll just find some restaurant to work in, to serve in for the rest of the night and the evening to make up the money so that the income's not hurting back at the house. Yeah. Because we got because I can't just live on a part-time salary as the breadwinner. That won't work. So yeah. I was willing. We talked about it. We prayed about it. All right, let's go for it. A week hadn't passed. So again, I was ready. So this is like the second time. I was ready to do something like the extra mile. I was ready to go the ex to make my tech job happen. The yeah. unconventional thing, the thing that nobody on Twitter would have told me to do. Mm. I was willing to go the extra mile. Mm. So after that, that was like on a Friday. Nope, that was like on a Thursday. Um, the yeah. next week, a week hadn't even passed. I get a call back from the guy again. His name was uh, Blake. Blake's in Nashville. Shout out to Blake. Love Blake. Yeah, Blake's calling me. He's like, "Hey, do you have time? Would you mind doing another interview? I'm like, another interview? You already hired me. Like, what kind of mm. scam is this? What, what are y'all up to? Like, so now I'm looking suspicious. I'm like, Lord, what is this? You, goes, yeah, oh, nothing bad, nothing bad. I just, need, I just need to run through some things together. So oh, I'm like, sure. Okay. So we get on the interview. He asked me some more detailed questions. 
we actually did some live coding. Uh, we went into um, we went into um, God, I can't even think the developer console in Chrome. We yeah. made some changes. He asked me some different scenarios. Went through all that. And he's like, "All right, listen. So here's the deal. You've been hired already as a part time position. Some things have literally changed since last week. I actually need you full time with benefits. How do you feel about that?" Come on, <laughs> won't he do it? <laughs> I love it. Is it can you can you accept that? I'm like, can I accept that? Man, you crazy? Let's go. Let's That's go. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what i'm getting out of the restaurant business again so that oh, was man. a blessing i could never have seen i could never have imagined and um so i was hired full-time wow. but i will say this it was still a drop in pay it was still a drop in pay my first job so the, i mentioned not gonna go to salary i will say my very first job in tech was 56k a year mm. and that was like five and a half almost six years ago so not like ancient times or anything that was kind of recent 56k that was wow. a drop from what i made for the burgers mm. but that was my job i took that job because that was my foot in the door and sometimes you got to figure out what gets me in the door if you've heard over and over again and the first job is the hardest one to get all the ones after that are easier then the, the 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 impetus the struggle the focus has to be let me just get in just get me in in yes. a technical role if technical roles are are your interest it doesn't have to be but if a technical role is your interest, your focus has to be just get in. It might not look like somebody else's picture. And there's an unfortunate number of people that I mentor directly who are looking to walk into this 100K, nice, remote, yeah. like this perfect little frame picture that they can put on Instagram and bag, you know, brag to their friends. Yeah. Like, that's not likely. It could happen, mm. but it's not likely. You would have a much better chance potentially in your local area of getting an in-person sys admin role. Come on now. You could get you you can go with a community college, a AA, network plus, security plus, um, and a little Linux, and you can get a sys admin role next week mm. in person, but it's in tech. You're not flipping burgers, you're not at JCPenney anymore. Ooh. Okay, you're not, you're not, you're not changing oil down at the 15-minute oil change place. You're yeah. in tech now. Now you can begin building on that tech foundation. Mm. So I had to ignore what it looks like, what the aesthetics were, and just freaking get in. And I'm very grateful that Fred's gave me a chance as a web content. Like I said it wasn't even called web developer. It was like because they weren't allowed to hire web developers, and it wasn't even on an IT team. It was in a marketing team, but it was called like web content updater or some finagle title. But it was tech. It wasn't burgers yeah. and fries. It wasn't burgers and fries at three in the morning because my restaurant closed at three in the morning on the weekend. The general manager was required to close every weekend. Wow. It wasn't that, which means now I'm home at a reasonable time. Yeah. The family sees me in the evening. I go to bed. When the family goes to bed, we are now aligned as a family. Mm. So, yeah. Let me, t let me take a pause there see where you want to go from there. Man, I want to clap some more. Like I felt like I was there with you. I felt like <laughs> I felt like there was like a, a a moment, like almost from that Will Smith movie, um, uh, the Pursuit of Happiness, where it's like oh, <laughs> he goes in there and they offer the job, and then tears are falling down his eyes. Like that, that was there. I was there. Oh man! So y'all, yep. listen. If you are receiving the value from this conversation, I just want y'all to say just thank you to the brother in the chat. Like, comment, of course, like you are doing already. Share this with somebody else who, again, they need that what was said before. I want to go back to that comment because somebody hit it right there on the nose. Determination from Chef G. Like, 
Like that's what we're seeing right now. There's a few comments I actually starred because I was like, let me just make sure I kind of go back to these comments. He actually said, uh, Eric said, I worked in restaurants all throughout college, played some pro ball, law enforcement, and now trying to break into tech. We all have a story and that's what makes us unique. That's I it. love it. That's I love it. it. And then we have a couple more tech coach routes that so many people make themselves available to help people, but don't reach out. A lot of people rather spend thousands on boot camps though. And, and this is this is true to what you said, like that relationship that you build, you know, there are so many people that are willing to give free game, um, but they're not willing to uh, people aren't willing to reach out to people to, right. in order to get that. So uh, that's or either thing. they don't not willing to reach out or they don't know how to reach out properly. Because I have yes. To reach, out, reach out to me all the time the wrong way. So oh, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a way to reach out like, you know, there's, there's steps to this, but I'm not sure if that's the part of the conversation we want to go right now. But yeah. There's I, a way to reach out, and there oh. are select people in this world, like Kanika, who I will forever shout out yeah. because she hasn't let me down once, like not once. I read mm. her tweets, her retweets. I listen to her in spaces. She has not let me down once. And wow. they're willing to tell you the truth, yeah, like just the truth, and that's a welcome thing, but you have to come at them a certain type of way. It has a lot to do with how you, who you are as a person and how you present yourself to the world. Yeah. And wow. so I am thankful. One of the things that I'm thankful for for my faith walk is part of that means I want for others what I want for myself. Mm. That's like my focus in my faith walk. I want for others what if I believe that Jesus made a difference, and I want you to have Jesus too. Yeah. Right. Not because I think it's you know necessarily you know A B left right right wrong. Mm -hmm. It's what's good for me. Yeah. And so I proselytize tech. Not that tech is the answer, but tech has been good to me. And I think yeah. there's a lot of other people it could be good to as well if mm -hmm. they can just see the light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and even what you said there, you didn't have to close the shop any longer. That time that you're buying back with your family oh my God. is priceless. There's no money you can put on that. Even with the dropping salary, we eat dinner together. We go to bedtime together. We can make yeah. plans because I'm not working every weekend. Yeah. If you run a fast food restaurant, you will work every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. There were many Sunday mornings I would get up or get off of get off of work. And depending on what kind of night we had, particularly if it was like a home game, because again, I was in a college town. I yeah. might be getting off at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. after having gone in at four or five the previous evening on Saturday. And now I'm just in a daze. My body needs to sleep, but the sun is coming up, so my circadian rhythms are all thrown off. Yeah. And I'm trying to make a strategic decision. Do I need to just go ahead and get some sleep or just go to church in a daze? That's yeah. a heck of a choice. That's, 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 yeah. That's a heck of a choice. And yeah, I did look, that for like a while. Yeah. And so being able to replace that with, I'm always in church. Like hmm. I, 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 make, I make tweets about what I'm wearing each Sunday just because I like going to church. I'm a yeah. churchy kind of guy. That, that means a lot to me. And yeah. having that choice, having that choice and option and availability, like you said, is priceless. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is this is so rich. This is so rich. Um, the conversation that we're having. And um, and I really want to point out something that also Tech Coach Ralph said as well. I don't know if you ever can see, if you can see it here. It says, I always say take whatever you can to get that first exposure to real experience. That's what you were talking about earlier. That's right. With, with just a little bit of real work experience, bigger companies are more open to giving you a chance, which that's is right. that's my experience. That's that's been my experience. So um yeah. Man, that that this is this right here is so good. 
Um, and I, <laughs> Lawrence is not removed from the struggle of breaking into tech. I love this. You know, that's what Kanika just said, you know. Um, I keep those days in mind, man. That's the only way. Like yeah. I said, I do a little mentorship. I do most of my mentorship just for free. I do have like a little paid mentorship thing with yeah. the other uh, topmate.io. But the mm -hmm. only reason I can be effective there is remembering what it was like for me. Yeah. I can't be like up on the soapbox or up on the mountain like I'm trying to preach down to people. No, I remember intimately. Like I remember the feelings yeah. of of before I broke into tech, right? the feelings of the frustrations just trying to learn just trying to make a front-end project for the first time or make a full stack project the frustrations of learning new technology understanding what it was like to go from html and css to javascript like that's a jump and i yeah. never knew what the jump was until i went through it and i understood understood that once you stop dealing with just javascript and the dom and you deal with it on the back end you're mm. now dealing with actual computer science principles for the first time that you didn't mm. have to deal with with html and css so now you're learning a language and comp sci, which is why wow. so many people get stuck there. So when I mentor somebody and they say I got stuck with JavaScript, I instantly know why. I'm like, it's mm. not the core, it's not you. You are now learning computer science. Here wow. are some of the fundamental things of computer science. You can learn these from any language, from any source, and they're applicable to all languages, particularly if you learn it in the OOP fashion. But yeah. I have to remain intimately aware of what I went through. I've always been here. I've been low, lower, and lowest. And you don't forget. I can't forget. That's what allows me to relate to other people and anybody. And so yeah. the first thing I try to do when I hear people like, I'm struggling getting in tech, I'm struggling with this, I try to relate it to different things because I feel like I've gone through like all the problems, like the rejection, mm -hmm. the ghosting, the bad tutorials, like everything. I feel like I've been through all the problems. So I just like, yeah. which problem does this relate to most? All right, that sounds like this. Let's try this approach. Yeah, yeah. Man, the comments are flooding in. Uh, he said, yeah, active <laughs> audience, I love this. Shout out to the uh, audience. Can we just clap it up for the yes, chat? Yes, the chat is alive they, and well. I've been in places that are not like that, so shout out uh, to you. Shout out to your audience. <laughs> no, I love my audience, and they and uh, hopefully they know it. Thank you so much for rocking with me. Uh, I mean, there are times where I just feel I'm in awe of what the Lord has done in just a year. Um, right. or not even a year, February will make it a year, but like so close. But yeah, like everybody, like this has been really, really, really good. Um, they reach out the wrong way. And we're going to talk about that. In fact, I just feel like uh, I want to I highlight the things that we talked about. We're going to highlight. And then I want to get right to the Q&A because I think there's so many people that are, are really ready to just kind of like, you know, they have questions. I, I assume that they want to ask you before we go. And then maybe we could even towards the end pivot towards like your mentorship so they could connect with you on a one-to-one -one basis because they're going to have a lot more questions than we could even handle right now. Right. Uh, tech has been good to me. God has been good. Hey, you and me both, Kanika. You and me both. You know, <laughs> you know. So, so much valuable information given. Um, and um, there's so many comments here. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep up. Honestly, you know. Hey, uh, brother Lawrence, uh, here to support. Jason Torres said he's here to hey, support. Hey, what's up, Jason? Jason's a yeah. Twitter friend. Yes. Yes. Making his yes. move into tech. I'm sure it's going to land for him any day now. Excellent. Edit. Love it, love it, love it. I won't forget the struggle made me who I am today. I agree. Right. I, I agree. I talk about this all the time, but our sixth child was due, and I had to get this job. <laughs> it was it was like a do or die. And that's another conversation for another day. I won't take too much of time, but yeah, I think a lot of people have that same sort of like I had to do this. Like it was, it was, it was the thing. Yes, you are the best audience, Mitch. I definitely agree with that. Uh, we are the best. Yes, that's right. Uh, I get uh, scored at times, and it seems foreign. I have to keep my faith. All the money I've spent, yep, 
Can we yep. take a yep. can we take a can we take a pause there? Because I'm reading the good bros comment that part. Which um, one? Let me oh, this one right encourage, here? I'm assuming that's a him. I think it's a him. If not, yeah, that yeah. person uh, to join communities. Do mm -hmm. everything you can to join communities and participate. Uh, a lot of people join communities and sit and watch. You're not going to get as much benefit that way. And there yeah. are enough discords and slacks around of quality um, for any discipline or group that you can imagine uh, that there's no reason I can be out there. I know that scared feeling. I know that feeling. And the, yeah. and the thing is, you don't feel it's a it's you're calling it scared. I respect what you're saying, but you really just don't feel comfortable. And mm. one of the things that can help your comfort level is getting around people that you can relate to. So yeah. find you some groups. We'll talk about mine uh, later on. But there's like if you're on tech Twitter, you will come across people's discords. They're not all made the same. Right. Yeah. But I can definitely right off the bat um, um, suggest Christian's, um, Danny Thompson's, uh, James Quick's just right off the bat join discords and then join the conversation when you're yeah. in the conversation you don't feel as left out like i'm over here and that's them you are now them even before you get your job you can have those conversations and talks which will make you more comfortable by extension in your first interviews yeah yeah and i and if i could piggyback on what you said lawrence i think for me also whenever you get that or you wherever you find that community if you can Try to go to a meetup. Try to meet these people in person as well. Uh, yeah. COVID has kept us away from from human interaction for some time, but now you know the doors are open. We're back. If you can connect with people in person, because you never notice, never know how much you you what you can bring to the table, the value you can bring, the value they can bring, and then this you this mutually beneficial relationship will become something that will change your life. I mean, I've had encounters just in Thanksgiving alone, and Kanika was there, so we could definitely talk about that. Is like when you when you when you are in that place, and you're like, wait a second, I'm talking to you. I know I know some things that can be beneficial to you. I know someone that can be a resource to you. In fact, mm -hmm. they're in the room. Hey, <laughs> and then you're, exactly. you're you're building any bridges all over the place. It's a powerful thing. So I I totally I'm totally standing out 100 on that. What I'm gonna do right now is because this this conversation is flowing in such a way. That I think, if you don't mind, um, let's let's just talk about what you're doing at with your company. Let's mm -hmm. talk about the the mentorship that you have, and we'll reiterate the mentorship program that you have as well. But mm -hmm. I want to kind of dive into that before going into the Q and A to give people a chance because this this chat is lively today. This is probably the liveest it chat is. I've had. We have a uh, great group, and that's testament to the work that you've put in, Joseph. So we're going to take uh, a minute. Let me get everybody to throw a clap emoji down in the chat for Joseph. Uh, thank you. You don't you. get this in a vacuum or in a void. This comes from an origin. And I'm assuming yeah. the origin is you that's being your channel. So clap emoji to get online in the chat for what you've done. I'll run through what I'm doing right now really quickly. I would love to focus on this group. So yeah. yes, I worked at Friends for a year, did a free boot camp called Launch Code, worked mm -hmm. at FedEx after that for four, four and a half years, give or take, as a Java developer, backend developer primarily, but as actually full stack position. Um, leverage that with a lot of things that I was doing with community and content into a developer advocacy position where I work mm. now. The company is called Vaadin, V-A-A-D-I-N. We make full stack frameworks and components for um, Java developers. We are very much a Java shop. I chose a Java shop specifically. That was part of my personal brand and marketing an area mm. where I know I can show up very strong because I have that background. And Virtual Numbers is not a place where a lot of people are going into Java because they just don't like it. I tend to love it because I can be a specialist 
and be more of a deep dive my vertical portion of my tea. So I'm a developer advocate of Jadevra at Vaden, and that has me doing content like blogs and videos and conference talks, things like that. In my spare yeah. time, I still help out with the organization that I absolutely love called Code Connector. You can just go to codeconnector.io. Maybe I'll put that in the chat. Code yeah, codeconnector.io. And uh, that didn't work. And you can find <laughs> the connect. You can find the connect link and get on our Slack. Great place to get help. Great place to get help for free. Codeconnector.io. Um, so join that organization. Uh, I like got I mentioned, you. I do mentorship. Pretty much, if they reach me anywhere online, whether it's um, Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram, they ask me for help. For scheduling purposes, I always point them to my top mate. So that's topmate.io. Just look yeah. my name up. I don't even know what my um, I don't even know what my username is, but just look my name up. Topmate.io. Topmate. Go there and, look, and just choose the free chat. I always start with free chat, even if they want to pay me. Like, no, start with free chat because there's very likely there's a very likely chance I can give you enough in 15 minutes to laugh at you for the next few weeks. Because I'll talk mm. fast like this. I'm gonna listen really closely to where you are, figure it out, and then we're gonna like, help help like do some discovery with you. And so Ooh. pick the free, like for anything you want to talk about tech related in a career, go to top mate, look me up. Yeah. Look me up. Let's see if that works. Let's try that real time. Can you just find me? I don't even know the <laughs> thing, but I use that uh, for everything. Let Word. me see. I'm going to software engineers and um, I wonder if I could scroll down. I might have to figure that out. Later. Oh, never mind. I found it. I found it. I found it. You found it? Okay. My bad. Boop. There we go. That's All me. Right, perfect. Just choose the free chat. We'll talk it through. And if you and I see that there's a space and it makes sense to do something paid, we'll do that. Most people yeah. don't, which is probably like hurting me because I can be making more money. Like, hey, you should. But I don't. I don't <laughs> like trying to push that on people. Like, I, yeah. I'm like, I can give you more in 15 minutes of directed A, B, C, D, E than most people will give you like in hours of counseling and therapy or whatever else. So just book me for the free call. Let me give you all I can. If you feel like that there's more value I can give you, then pick a service. So just yeah. go to top mate, and uh, that's what I do. So I try to say that as fast as possible. I know, and, and good thing is that this is recorded, so y'all can go back and check that part out. Well, that's right, but, that's right, right. So, so no, but I, I love that you did that because uh, the, the, the chat is going crazy right now, and I want to make sure that there is a question that is in there that I'm going to actually put up right now, and we're going to go to the Q and A section afterward for some of our sponsors. Kingsley says, "Will it be easy?" Uh, would, would it be easy for someone who knows basic uh, C to learn Java? That's we're going to answer that question after a word from our sponsors. But I just mm -hmm. wanted to say that right now, for those that are on LinkedIn, thank you so much for joining us. But we are going to be transitioning over to YouTube for our Q&A. So you want to jump over to YouTube.com forward slash at Techniche Tips is in the ticker below. Again, that's YouTube.com forward slash at tech niche tips. And I'll put up here to make it a little bit easier for you to see uh, at techniche for the live Q and A that we're going to have. I'm going to give you a little time. I'm going to have a little word from our sponsors here, but just want to make sure that you are, are ready to go because it's going to be transitioning pretty quickly um, after the word from our sponsors. But thank you so much. I want to again, just thank you Lawrence as well for being here. And even for the kind words that you said about myself, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, we definitely want to uh, just provide value to this audience. And so I thank you for everything that you you said. And Man, so thanks for having me as a guest. And again, sorry for the tech issues. 
Oh no, this is the, the struggle streaming is not new to us. <laughs> We've had times <laughs> of issues before, so not at all. But but I want to say thank you, family. And again, we're moving over to YouTube. So youtube.com forward slash at techniche tips for the QA. Put your questions in and we'll be responding to it there. But thank you so much, and we'll see you on the other side. I'm back again. You talked about Course Careers Technology Sales Course and what it did to change my life. Wait, there's more. Not only is it technology sales information technology courses as well. Now there's human resources, customer success, UI UX. And did I even mention that there also is software development as well? Front end, back end, and DevOps? Listen, this is something that you definitely want to take advantage of. So go ahead click that link. Don't forget there's a discount from me if you click that link. And I hope to see you on the other side. Do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're just at the same place in your career and you don't really see a way out? This is a great time for you to take it to the next level. Level Careers is a course that I've been talking about for some time. From account executive and even sales engineering, there are courses that can help you propel from where you are now to where you wanna go. Check out the link below. Use my promo code Joseph10 and check out the free courses, whether that's the SOC Analyst course, the account executive course or the sales engineer course. Take your career to the next level. Hey, I didn't forget about you. You're a person that needs to be in a place where you are working close with someone else, a mentor, a friend, someone that could take you to the deeper and more intricate parts about being a sales engineer, but you don't know where to go. Learnful is a program that allows you to work with people that are high-ranking sales engineers, solution architects, solutions advisors, and they're able to not only mentor you, but teach you the ways to become a sales engineer that can be impactful for you. If you think that Learnful is for you, go ahead and click on the link below for more information. You can use my promo code JOSEPH150 to be able to save. Go ahead and click the link below. And now back to our show. We are back. We are back. Thank you so much, everybody, for staying with us. And sorry, LinkedIn, we appreciate you, but we'll see you on the other side. All right. Now, YouTube. Oh, my. They, yes. uh, I oh want to get back to that. It's hot. It's yeah. hot on YouTube streets. <laughs> it is hot on these YouTube streets. Oh, man. I I can't even. I can't even. I'm, I'm very grateful right now. I'm going to probably have a moment after this, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to go to this comment and I wanted to give you a chance to respond to it, uh, sure. Lawrence. What, what, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I can't see it on my screen. Can you read it to me? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Well, will it be easy? Uh, is it easy for someone who knows basic C, I'm not too sure what that means, to learn Java? You know what C means? I'm, I'm not. Uh, I don't know what basic C means. I know what other, he's saying the basics of C. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not too sure. Okay, yeah, Maybe, so C, so yes. Let me see if he elaborated in the comment section. Yeah. No, that's enough. If he's saying the basics of C, I know what C is, yes. So the answer is yes, it will be very easy. Java and JVM, Java Virtual Machine, are implemented in uh, C and C++, um, as well as most OOP languages, object-oriented programming languages. So if you know C, it will not be hard to learn either one. Um, mm. My question to Kingsley is, why do you want to learn Java? Um, I am not a fan. I'm a big fan of exploration learning. 
but I'm not a fan of exploration learning when you have a specific career objective. Oh. Those are two different types of things. As computer scientists, as tech nerds, many of us are interested in a wide variety of technical topics, whether it's a language, a framework, a Raspberry Pi, doing hacking your antenna in your backyard, whatever. That's perfectly fine. That's what you would expect from a scientist's mind, to be creative like that, to Mm. want to explore like that. That's great. But for people who have specific career objectives, I am a fan of directed sequential learning starting with the job role that you have in mind and backtracking what skills do you need to align you and make you competitive for that role. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm just, since I don't know which side of the fence that Kingsley's on and maybe he'll leave it in the chat and tell me on Twitter later. I'm curious. Why would you want to learn Java? I would never, as a Java guy, I would never tell somebody just to randomly learn Java. Like, why are you doing that? It's not the most performant language. It's not the most concise language. Like it has a lot of faults. Yeah. But it has some specific use cases and purposes. It's great for me from a career perspective because so many people run from it. The average number of applicants in the Java job are significantly less than the average number of ap- applicants in any JavaScript job. So as soon as you apply for a Java job, you 100% have a higher chance of getting it just from the numbers. Ooh. Just from the numbers. That uh. was a strategic choice that I made for me. I don't impose that on anyone else. You have to understand why are you learning what you're learning and what are you going for? Wow. So I'll just be curious. I don't know if he has time to respond here. Maybe he'll tell me on Twitter. He might, he might be able to do that, but I wanted just to kind of give you an opportunity because uh, Tech Coach Ralph said that was such a great answer. Like, there's Thanks, a man. lot of people, yeah, that were responding to that. Uh, Kanika, she said that, you know, sequential learning is better. That's uh, right. I think a lot of people are agreeing with what you're saying here. And you got class from Eric as well. Like, this, you know, fantastic. And I'm not just uh, sharing that anecdotally. I like to use, and I, yeah. I'm trying to encourage people, like, even when they share things on Twitter, don't just say something that makes sense. Try to use evidence-based answers from a variety of sources, having mm. a large variety of sources. So when I say that, that's not just me talking, like trying to say something cute. That's my life experience. That's numbers of people I've mentored. That's me in the last. So I was a boot camp teacher, too. I didn't mention that earlier. I was a boot camp teacher for three different cohorts for the last okay. boot camp. And the last one that I did based out of St. Louis, um, it was remote. The most talented person in my group never got hired for a job in tech. He was really? by far the most talented. By far. He 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 might be able to outcode me. But his social skills, I'll say his social networking skills were at a minimum. And his interests were as wide as the ocean. And I kept trying to get him to bring it in, dude. You got to bring it in. You have to bring it in your 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 resume, your LinkedIn, your brand, your profile. You need to present yourself as a singular thing, yeah. not like a jack of all trades, master of none. Mm. Got to bring it in. I think people are having recruiters are having a hard time figuring out what are you because you look like a little bit of everything. But yeah. he was the most, which means it's not all talent. So when I describe thinking about your personal brand to get a job in tech, I think about it. You have to think about it like three slices of a pie. Imagine a pie. With three slices, education, experience, social networking. You need some degree, some bar level degree of all three to be trained in certain technical topics, to be able to show your competency in those topics and to have a network that you can display those topics to 
and the communication skills to be able to explain it. It takes mm. those three pieces of the pie. So if you're highly wow. educated with experience, but you can't talk, you're going to have mm. a hard time getting in tech. Conversely, if you're a great talker, if you can talk to anybody from the president to a homeless person, yeah. and you have a ton of education, but you have no experience, you haven't actually built anything, there's nothing on your GitHub, you have no portfolio, you're going to have yeah. a hard time getting in tech. You need some combination of all three. And when yeah. it comes to the education piece, it needs to be more narrow for that first job. Wow. Do your exploration that you want to do, but get the job first. Mm. Get the sequential learning that leads to a job. And then when you get a job, take whatever you have to take to get in. But if you have a choice, try to pick job one that leads to job two. So mm. I'm trying to break into tech. I want to be an X. All right, cool. What do you want to be after that? Yeah. Because if what you want to be after that is too far misaligned from what you get first, you're going to have to do a whole rebrand again. Ooh. And that's like a lot of extra work. If you have a choice, try to pick job one to line up to job two and job two to line up to job three. So for instance, if you, and because I, I had this conversation the other day, somebody was going to be, they were going to, oh God, what were they going to do? They were going to go, yeah, they're trying to get their first job in tech. They're going to do help desk. But they said, mm -hmm. I eventually want to be a Swede. I was like, oh. help desk, Swede, like different, that's different. Yeah. If you go help desk, I can see help desk support engineer. Yeah. Or even, or even, or even depending on what type of help desk position, right? If it's more security related, maybe cyber. a help desk, cyber analyst, cyber engineer. Yeah. Depending on the education to back up that experience. But help desk, software engineer, that's like two different directions. You can yeah. do it, but you're just putting more work on yourself than you have to. If you're yeah. already doing a rebrand for job one, don't have to rebrand for job two. Let job one lead to job two, which means yeah. you need to think about job two before you get job one. Mm. If you're literally at Taco Bell right now, trying to come into tech and get your first job, yes, take what you have to do to get in the door. But if you can, try to direct that into Ray where it leads to what you will want to do eventually. Like you have a core yeah. thing. Like if you wanted to always be a senior cloud engineer, that's not going to be your first job. What are the different jobs that you could potentially get that could lead to that? And there's a range of them, but there's certain yeah. ones that make more sense than others. If you don't know what those are, that's where you want to talk to a person with experience. Love it. Love it. And speaking about talking to a person that with experience, because we're gonna we're gonna get to these comments section, but I wanted to make sure I did my due diligence in regards to finding Lawrence on Topmate. Uh, I was able to find him. This is where you can go. Uh, it's topmate.io forward slash. Well, actually, it's it's a lot more after that. But <laughs> but yeah, but if you go to Topmate, you can look at it, and this is just a page right here where yeah, you can yeah. basically see there's all inclusive career guidance here. There's interview prep tips. One-on-one mentorship, resume, and LinkedIn review, mock right. interview, discovery call. So the and, and the discovery call that 15 minutes that he was referring to earlier, That's it's cool. free. Yeah, you just basically select that one. He gives you some things that are gonna make you rack your brain for a little bit. You go back, go into the cave, come back about a week and a half, two weeks later, and say, "Ah, I understand now." Yeah, and then you can and I've had of, people, I've had people choose that one who are like more senior than me. That's one to have somebody to talk to. Yeah, like this one to just like just drop some stuff on me. So for whatever purpose you want to contact me, this is the absolute best place because I always check this. DMs are just hard for me. They're just very, very hard for me. 
Yeah. So yeah, use that. Let's just chat about whatever. The 15 minutes is yours free. Now, if you need something from me, it's better to have your information concise where you can share it in one to two minutes. That puts the other 13 minutes on me to fill up time with information for you. So let me just put that out there. Sometimes they're wanting to give me like a life story that takes 10 minutes. Yeah. 15 minute call is a 15 minute call. It's time that way for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So I can structure my day. People ask, how do you do so much? I structure my days. I don't have random days unless I design a random day. Like a lot of my mm. Christmas break days are random. But the rest of my days are structured. So a 15 minute chat's going to be 15 minutes. So you yeah. say you're spilling one to two minutes and then sit there ready to take notes. Or yeah. have your phone recorder on and you can record the whole thing, listen to it later. That way yeah. the impetus is on me to fill up that time with information you can use. That's beautiful. That's what well said. And, and and I would encourage you if you do 43 sessions and counting. So there's a lot of that a lot of people that you spoke to already. You can see there's a five out of five rating here. So if you do get a chance to go and speak with Lawrence, go ahead, shoot up his rating. You know, we want to support Lawrence for all the work he's giving back to this community here. So thank you so much for that. I just wanted to make sure I highlighted this before we continue the conversation. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No, absolutely. Uh, so I was looking for it. I was like, where'd they go? Uh, but I found it. Uh, but I wanted to kind of, there was, a, there was a comment that was made that I really liked. And this is from Tech Coach Ralph. He said, it's like a restaurant offering all types of foods versus a specialized type of food. And I'm going to use an example real quickly. I'm going to pass it back to you. Yeah. Because um, Bun B, actually, he has Trill Burgers, if you're, if you're I think, it's in the Houston area. And all they do is burgers and fries. Like, yep, yep. But wrapped around the building. <laughs> burgers and fries is all they do. And he said he, he did that on purpose. He doesn't want to deviate from that model because when you come to my restaurant, you know exactly what you're going to get. Maybe a little variation here and there. But by us doing that, we can make sure that we mastered that burger and fries. And yeah. that way you can get the same consistency every single time. Almost one, of biggest, to, one of the biggest yeah. failings of many businesses is trying to do things that's not part of their core competency. Mm. But maybe they're hot, they're hot at the moment, a hot tech, a hot trend at the moment, and they end up investing money in something they don't know how to do very well, and they do a poor to medium job on it, which is not enough to make any kind of inroads into the market. There's a whole yeah. book written about this. It's a yellow, it's a hardback, it's yellow. It's called Profit from the Core. Mm. Uh, it's about more than that, but the, the main thing that I took it as a personal thing, because I always read business books like I'm a business too, so what's good for a business should be good for me. I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. And so when it yes. says from the core, you need to have a core competency or a set of core competencies that you everything else kind of spills out from that like spider webs, right? Yeah. That's a different way of looking at the T-shaped model where you have a core competency that goes here. This is what you're deep in. And then you have the associated ecosystem of that thing represents what you go wide in. So yeah. if I say I'm a Java developer, I know Java. We can talk collections, we can talk concurrency, we can talk Java all day. But with that, yeah. I need to know a certain amount of front end, a certain amount of deployment, maybe a little bit of security. Like I need to know certain things in the ecosystem. I need to know some frameworks. I need to know some spring. Uh, of course, yeah. I represent bottom, so bottom flow, bottom. Um, oh God, I can't even think of the other one. But yeah, the bottom frameworks, Hilla, bottom flow and bottom Hilla. I need to know that associated ecosystem to a degree, but I'm deep in what I'm deep in. And my yeah. profit comes from that core. And mm. so if you're a brand new developer looking to make a transition, ask yourself, what is my core? Mm. And how do I demonstrate that not only in words, because you can say anything, is that core reflected in my resume? 
and my LinkedIn and any assets I provide to an employer. This yeah. is some of the stuff that I talk about in my mentorship sessions. That yeah. core should differentiate you from other people and establish you as the best candidate for the job. Mm. If there's a job and they get down to the final five people, all five are qualified. The one that's going to get hired is the one that they deem, and if all things are held true and equal, that they yeah. deem most qualified. So you have to yeah. figure out what makes you most qualified and be so able good. to demonstrate it in your assets and speak to it in the interview. If yes. there's nothing that makes you unique, there's nothing that helps you stand out, there's no core about you, core set of competencies that you can talk about, you don't have any compelling argument for the first level interviewer to recommend you to the second level interviewer. Mm. They need something to grab onto. They need some bait. Yeah. And people don't think about that. That's why we say it's more than just learning to code. These days, you have to have a strategy. And that strategy starts with, like my man said, begin with the end in mind. Yeah. And then establishing what is my course that a company sees look at that I can talk about, that I can build on, and then I can demonstrate. And I will take to every interview yeah. that makes me stand out from the rest of the other Janes and Joes. Mm. If I just blend in as another face that can code, there's nothing memorable about me and there's nothing to tell them or compel them to want to recommend me to the next stage. Each person yeah. that recommends you is putting their stamp of approval on you. So you have that initial interview, the little easy phone screen with a friendly person. We call yeah. it the a-hole test. Your yeah. sole purpose is to make sure you don't come across like an a-hole. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's the sole purpose. You don't come across <laughs> like an axe murderer, a person yeah. who just slid in through the back door like you don't belong here. So they can yeah. confidently put their stamp on you to recommend you to the next interview. Now, yeah. if the next one is also behavioral, or maybe it's like light technical, like it's more like, you know, tech, um, language and framework um, details, things like that. Maybe it's not like a DSNA first. Yeah. Your job is to differentiate yourself. You yeah. need a core set of competencies, but you're not going to have that unless you work intentionally toward it. Oh, so good. I mean, I keep, if you want to keep going, I, 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 I it's so good because it, you, you're hitting on so many different things in that one shot. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in tech sales. I'm, I'm a talker, right? Um, we, you know, but still, we have to have an understanding of our product. You know, when we're talking about it to show ourselves approved, we're not talking about our. our we, we, even though we have an understanding of our competitors' products, that's mm -hmm. not our, our main focus. Our main focus is on what we do. And how well we can do it, and being able to show that is, yeah. Mitch said, "Oh, this is this is dope." Thanks, um, Mitch. Shout yeah, out to Mitch. yeah. Mitch is Mitch is ride and die with the channel. So shout out to Mitch. Uh, I I would definitely wanted to, to highlight this because I started. Uh, he said, "I think that that's why I'm stuck because I don't know what else co coincides with that." And then he elaborated earlier, saying, "And this is why I'm in the PM field, but it went down to the haywire after COVID." I'm trying to branch out into something else. It's tough having a family depending on you. Um, and, and even though it was a statement, I wanted to see your, your feedback on this. Yeah. So it says he's in the PM field, but PM went down. First of all, I don't know what PM went down means. Is that product or project? Good question. Is that, uh, if you can give it, if you could elaborate yeah. in the comment section. But either, that, either way, I don't know what it went down means. So it's hard for me to respond to that part. Because I guess there's, there's a lot still, of layoffs. Maybe there's, there's a lot still, of layoffs. But there's lay layoffs in software engineering as well. There's layoffs yeah. across the day. There's mm. layoffs in developer advocacies. 
there's companies eliminating their departments. And I got hired as a developer advocate last year. I have another guy who was hired as a UI UX designer last year. I have another guy who was hired as a senior developer last year. And all three of us are friends in Memphis. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it went down means. There's yeah. a layoff, but there's people being hired too. You yeah. have to position yourself based on everything I said that I'm not going to repeat to be the best candidate for what you want to do next. You can still be a PM. You don't have to look at what coincides with that, which I assume means what other roles would be similar or related. You don't have to transition. You just have to make sure you can figure out how to position yourself as the best candidate. How good mm. are you? Mm. Right. We're going to get back to a quality argument very soon, like in this year, when coming in average isn't even enough anymore. I said this in the space back in September. I'm fairly certain the profile, the portfolio that I had five and a half years ago would not have gotten me hired summer of this year. Wow. It, not good enough. Not good enough at all. I would have to have gone another step. And so back then, we used to think about front-end development being like a low barrier to entry into coming into tech. That's not true anymore. It's not because the flood of people has now made it more competitive than other roles. Mm. It's not just how easy is it to learn it. It's what statistical chance do you get hired with just those skills. So wow. the people who are front-end developers now who are talking to me about having problems getting, particularly if they're self-taught, particularly if they're self-taught, CS degree folks are having a better run at it. Not great, but better. But the ones who are who are front end, I'm telling them, stop thinking front end, back end. That is old language. I don't care what yeah. the title is. Stop thinking that way. The cash crunch that companies are expecting, are, are experiencing the uncertainty, uncertainties in the economy, cause them to want a quicker ROI on all investments, including people. Which means mm. if the job says front end, but you're demonstrating full stack competency, the full stack person will win over you every day. Wow. Unless it is a position designed to be what I call deep unicorn front end, like you're hardcore, you know, two or three frameworks. You're also a designer, like an accomplished designer, and you know color theory and fonts. Like if you're deep, deep front end, then you can yeah. probably still do it. Most like bootcamp grads and self-taught folks aren't that deep. They're like what I'll call like basic front end. If you're basic yeah. front end, you got to be full stack. You got to be full wow. stack to get noted because they know if they lose a person or if something happens across the like across the wall or whatever that they need help with, they don't have to find somebody else. You already have that competency. They're not going to throw mm. some database issue and you're like you know hitting Google up or like trying to hit people up or, you know, I need 30 days to yeah. wrap up on this. You've yeah. already demonstrated you can handle it. So don't think front end versus, and that's not even the question. I don't know how I got here. But anyway, for <laughs> people who are front end, I'm telling them, stop thinking front end, back end. This is good. You want to be a person. This is my this is my phrase. I've been saying this for like, how many days is it? I've said this for six days in a row. I'll get on at least one tour space a day and say the following sentence. These days, to break into web development, you should be able to say the following phrase. I know how to build secure, scalable web applications and deploy them. Mm. That is the sentence. Anyone who's looking to be a web developer, that one role, now not PM, I know the conversation was PM, a kind of transition. I just yeah. want to get this out because I said, I've said it once a day, every day for six days. I'm going to say it once tomorrow, I'm done with it. If you want to be a web developer, you need to be able to say this phrase. Yeah. I know how to build secure, scalable web applications and deploy them period. And after you say that, I should be able to find some project 
somewhere that demonstrates what you just told you. Mm. That's the, that's the that's the cost of entry in 2024 to be in a web wow. developer. You don't have to watch a one hour video. That one sentence, if you satisfy that one sentence, that's the cost of entry. You are now competitive. I'm not saying you're going to get the job. I don't know who will hire you, but you are yeah. competitive. Coming Ooh. in saying, I know React, that's 2018 Ooh. talk. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That, Sela. <laughs> take a moment, take that in. <laughs> take a moment, take that in. Because I, I think that, uh, there is there is i mean again i'm i'm on the tech sales side so this is even when you're talking it's new news to me but for those that are in this field i know tech coach ralph is loving this if he's still here uh he's, he's in qa uh so but it, it just kind of like one of those things where what is the standard today and are you willing to do the things that these that these companies are looking for to stand out you know obviously it's a little bit different from your 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 question that your statement that you had you know, but maybe uh, there's somebody that you could find in this when you talk about community in the community that could help with project and product that could basically say, hey, maybe there are certain things that you need to have here. Mm-hmm. Kind of taking what, what Lawrence said, there are certain things that developers need to be saying right now to show themselves approved, show themselves that they could do the work, do the job. Maybe there's certain things that and this is where networking is so huge finding that person that is like killing in the field who has a, a, a really good mind in regards to the industry that could, can speak to these different things that could be added in to, you know, and I even take it, I'll even take it with, with what, like in my area with tech sales. So with us right now, we have to show ourselves doing the job to get the job applying okay. as applying. That's not going to work. You literally have to cold call or cold email a hiring manager or a recruiter, tell them why you want to work for that job prospect them, do the whole sales cadence, which is literally doing your job to show them that you could do the job. Long gone are the days where you could simply click a link, just apply to the website and you're good. Like for us, the game has changed and it's, and I think it's the nature of the market. Everything has gotten so competitive that you have to show yourself. You have to show what you can do right then and there upfront. You know, what's exactly needed in this particular time. Uh, this uh, that can work for any role. Yeah, Mitch was saying like what you were saying applies to to various areas within tech. So that right. was so good. Listen, y'all, I I think people are writing down notes because of the the chat just stopped for a second when you were talking, <laughs> and Mitch was like just throwing out fire mode. Uh, but if you have any questions, I know we kind of went over time, and I definitely want to respect it. Do you have a hard stop? Because I could, you know, man, I'm good. Just whatever, whatever it wraps up, I, I'll wrap up too. I'm good. My wife yeah. and daughter just went to the store. They're going to be spending all my money. So I might as well talk to somebody and get, get my tears out by talking. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, at the same token, I want to definitely be. Um, oh, OK, got you. Let's I got I got a follow from him. I want to go to that real quickly. But yeah, Kingsley says secure, scalable deployment. Interesting. Um, and then in regards to what he was saying, I was elaborating on what you were saying about having one goal breaking in. I was going to try to figure out which role can coincide with that if I wanted to transition, but you guys answered it. Yeah, man, this is all love too. So uh, this is definitely all love. And, and I'm so glad that the answer was there. Uh, Joseph said, I forgot the woman's name that you recently had on the founder of Thanksgiving. Maybe he can follow her. Oh yeah. He, she's, he's talking about uh, one of the founders of Thanksgiving was on the show and uh, she was basically just sharing her experiences 
in regards to just because uh, I think she's in product. Oh, she's in product management. So so basically, I believe it's pronounced the good bros. Uh, the good bros. There is if you go on my channel on YouTube, I have the founder of TextGiving who's in product and project management. If you connect with her, she's a brilliant, a brilliant mind. Like when she spoke at TextGiving is like a TED talk. Like literally, she the wow. way she presented everything, like she got a stand, she got a, she's the only person I know that got a standing ovation. <laughs> like she just wow. she just laid it out. But yeah, if you connect with her, she could definitely help out with that. And let me actually see if I could um I'll pull up here um to show yeah. you on uh on on uh on my screen here so that way if you want to and come just, so, yeah, yeah. And, and just to reiterate what i said earlier get in communities get in communities for your, yes. for your tribe man get in the pm discords the pm slack groups go to pm meetups meet yeah. other people of your tribe because i am actually not a pm i've just yeah. worked with pms and i've mentored a few pms enough to learn a little bit like to see some trends but i'm not one I'm not one. So I'm speaking kind of like, you know, secondhand experience. But you can yeah. go to PM meetup groups and get on some PM discords and just talk PM talk with fellow PMs and get some better clues that way. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, what I was going to just say is just to kind of reiterate that is like in regards to the conversation that I had, it was with Nafisa. And just so you could see it here, this is the conversation that we had right here. So you can go ahead and check out that conversation that we had. Um, and and the fees is the one that was basically breaking it down in regards to project project management and so it's really good because she provides some insight as well but she's also open to connecting also if you talk about communities text giving that community they're on discord so the link for that is at the bottom of it's in the show notes there where you could kind of connect with them on instagram twitter and discord uh, if you want to get connected with that text giving community and and find ways that you can even network to your next job which I would definitely recommend. So I just wanted to kind of share that with you so that you know where to look for the next time you're going. Um, thank you guys so much. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. No, no worries. That's what we're here for. We're here, we're here for no gatekeeping here. We're resource givers. We're resource absolutely givers. Not. Open yeah. the gates, break the gates. Break it down completely. Are you no, on so Twitter, by the way? I know that's really random. Are you on Twitter? I need to get on Twitter. I'm going to okay. be honest with you because I'm not, I'm on, I'm on, um, when I used to do music, I had like a music Twitter, but I don't have like anything connected with uh, tech right now. But I'm going to get that going very soon. Or okay. X, as they call it now. They call it X. So uh, <laughs> that's another conversation. Yeah, that is what we call it. <laughs> yeah, but anybody have any questions? Uh, I want to be respectful of, this, of, of Brother Lawrence's time. He's very intentional about his time. So I want to be intentional about our, our use of his time as well. So if you have any questions, go ahead and put it in the chat. Also, if you want to call into the show, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop in the call-in link. So call into the show if you want to do that, because if there's anybody here who's a web developer, anybody here who really uh, has a burning question and they want to call into the show, feel free to do that. I'm going to you probably be on the screen if you want. You can take off your camera, but I'll probably bring you on and have uh, Mr. Lawrence speak on it if you want to call into the show. By the way, Joseph, my friend uh, Jason, who was here earlier, he was actually in the film industry for a long time. I want to give you a shout out for the quality of your streams. Like you really, he said his stream is wildly good, production amazing. So, oh wow, shout out to your streaming quality <laughs> from somebody who would probably know. Yeah. Film. Oh man, I I definitely appreciate that. It's it's yeah. it's it's 
Let me just say it's been a long time coming. <laughs> oh you. man. Um and, and and not not to go ahead. Sorry, you gonna say something? I said I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, but not to kind of get on the soapbox here, but I would just encourage anybody who is thinking about doing something, whether it's breaking the tech, whatever, just get started. If you go to my day one videos, it doesn't look anything like this. It it, it really doesn't. It really looks, yeah, <laughs> I needed help. But I just kept doing it. You kept doing it. And 100 and almost 200 videos later, it gets better and better. You got to keep on going, mm-hmm. y'all. Um, with that, whatever it is, keep on going. Um, yes, is this on YouTube videos? Yes, the conversation with Nafisa, uh, it's on the YouTube video. Let me see if I can find the thumbnail for you so that way you can kind of see it better. I'll show it to you in the back office end. Um, let me see if I could do it here. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to kind of see if I could just show you the image itself. So that way, if you have any, uh, yeah, but if you if you look up uh, text giving co-founder shares tips to maximize your tech conference experience, that's the that's the one that's that's the one that's there. So you could probably go ahead and uh, look it up. Her name is Nafisa, spelled N A F I S A, Nafisa, brilliant okay. woman. I'll drop yeah. it in the chat. All right, perfect. I know sometimes the links don't come up, so that's why I was like, yeah. ah. But um, but yeah, definitely if you can't have it up the other opportunity, check it out. Really, really brilliant woman. And um and if there's any more questions, because again, um <laughs> I always like to be mindful of my guests. I know you said you don't have a hard stop, but I definitely want to make sure that we get it, we have any questions for you. Uh, oh, thank you, Eric. Eric says it's the first time being here, and I thoroughly enjoy this. Well, Eric, I want to kind of shout out one more time again. I have my partner Trey here. I'm not too sure if he's still here, but we have a morning show. Uh, that more that morning show it revolves around tech, but it's more of a variety show. So we talk about current events, we talk about tech events, we talk about different things that are happening. So if you want to definitely be a part of that, that's happening this Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central. Uh, and you could definitely lock in with us and even subscribe to the channel if you want to see more content. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kanika, for, for, for stopping by. She's like, great job. I appreciate it. Perfect start. And 7 a.m. Mondays. Yep, 7 a.m. Mondays. Yep, that's what it is. Uh, and Mitch, they want to say thank you for all the great inf- – um, Lawrence, excuse me. Mitch wanted to say thank you for all the great information that you have shared. Absolutely. Um, you this know, has been awesome. Yeah, and 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 the same thing from Troy he says thank you so much for your time. You know, this has been really, really good. Uh, so definitely check that out. And um, and I think thank you, man. I, I think this might be a good time to pause. I think that, like you said, in 15 minutes, you could give oh what my this is my partner in crime, tech back tray. This is the, my tech partner. Does he have show. a channel? Does he have a YouTube channel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tech back tray, he has a channel. Yeah, he has a channel um, where he talks about tech and, and from a tech sales point of view and, and just right, different right. tips. I'm yeah, fine. so so definitely connect with us. Uh, either one of us, if you subscribe to either one of us, you'll be able to see the morning show as well. But yeah, I want to take, I think we're at a good place to, 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 to stop today. I think there's a lot of information shared. Like you said, in 15 minutes, you give a lot. I, that last section where you spoke, I think a lot of people were just like, ooh. Taking it in and chewing it and eating the meat. <laughs> so I think that we we definitely have a good good spot right here. But I want to again say thank you, Lawrence, for your time. Thank you so much for giving of it. And thank, I know thank the you community. For the invite. I'm blessed to serve. Yeah, absolutely. And those for that join down late, 
Could you kind of say again the different offerings that you have, the different things that you have going on for those that joined late? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm an advisor at this point, so I'm kind of in a standoff position. We have people who run it day to day uh, for a tech meetup group called Code Connector. If you go to codeconnector.io, you can find the join link on there to get to our Slack. And it is really designed to just help people in their career transitions, help them in tech. But it's mm -hmm. not all beginners. We have senior folks. We have analysts. We have PMs. We have a couple of PMs there, a whole PM channel. So that's a great place to get advice. You'll see me here and there. I'm not super active there. Um, what I do is any requests that I get for personal mentorship, whether they come in through LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, or even TikTok, which I forgot to mention about TikTok. That's like my primary, my primary um, content platform is TikTok right now. I direct mm -hmm. all of them to my TopMate account, topmate.io. And that just kind of allows me to schedule things a lot better and see it all in one place. Um, and just I always tell people to choose the free call first. The free discovery call is 15 minutes. It's always free. I'll never charge for that. What I find is that most people do not need as many resources as they think. They just need a little direction and they can take it and run with it. So choose the free call there. Um, I just dropped the link to my TikTok in the chat. Um, that is my primary content. I'm really looking forward to more beginners. So as of like, I don't know, maybe hmm. middle of last year, give or take, my audience changed and I was getting a lot of experienced people. Like people who are more experienced than me as my primary audience. And the main reason why I'm on TikTok is to do this kind of thing, like to share tips, to share, you know, hacks, secrets, tricks, things to avoid, things to do for yeah. beginners, for people trying to make a transition, for people who are in that struggle. And for some reason, like I lost that audience and my audience changed. So any of you who are looking for that transition type advice, for adults in particular, come on over to the TikTok. Glad to have you. Beautiful. Hey, you and see my bald head there, right over, right <laughs> near the word improve. That, oh yeah, that's me and my element right there, man. Just grab somebody to the side, like what you working man. on, what you trying to accomplish, where are you stuck? Let me help you. That's I about, love that. That's about five. That's that's about four or five years ago. That's me. Wow. And but we do mm. that online now. So that was at a place called the Epicenter in Memphis, which has now changed, and. Um, my wife's in that no. picture. I'm not gonna tell you which one, but she's okay. in that picture. <laughs> well, I love the support for sure. Community, I love the man, support. It's all about community, making connections with people. You're not gonna make it in this game without some level of community. Like some yeah. people do, but I think it's to their detriment. Yeah. Oh man, and here's what people are saying about it. Like, there's testimonials upon testimonials here. So, like, yeah. like I'm just I'm just scrolling, <laughs> and you can see it right there. So, and these are companies that you guys have worked with, or. Like have people some of them we've worked with, some mm -hmm. of them have sponsored us. Most of those have sponsored us. Just drop because again, we're a nonprofit. They'll just drop a check to help us like buy pizza or things like that. Yeah. Uh, Memtech or the Memphis Technology Foundation, that is the umbrella meetup organization that we fall under. Uh, it's based on mm. and then at least one or two of those are places where we've met before. We've met at the epicenter, we've met at the University of Memphis. So very active. Like I said, I was a big Memphis focus on the website, but it's truly a global organization. We have folks from London, Nigeria, all over who come and hang out with us on the Slack and join our many. Matter of fact, this is the first Saturday. Ooh. Every first Saturday is one of our meetups. So today we have a meetup at 1 p.m. Central, and the one on Saturday is the Coded Share. Every first Saturday we have a Coded Share meetup where anyone with any code can come and share it. It's literally what it sounds like. Oh boy, is that online though? Is that or that's in person? It's online. All of our, oh. both of our meetups are online. We only have one nice. in person, and that is here in Memphis on uh, on one of the Sundays. James Quick, if you know James Quick, 
He still mm -hmm. runs that one here in Memphis, but all the rest are online. Um, I like that idea a lot. Online yeah, just bring your code. It's called coded share. And the 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 idea was there it is. I'm gonna drop a check. Is that it? That's not it. But anyway, the idea was to get mm -hmm. people at a beginner level comfortable talking about tech. Oftentimes yeah. they'll go through a boot camp and just be like the quiet one sitting in the back. You know, just they'll just turn in their assignments. And then they go to their first interview and they don't have a good experience base on how to talk through tech, how to talk through a project, how to talk through code. So we said, hey, why don't we make a super safe space where if you just made like if you just built the next Twitter or if you just wrote Hello World, all are welcome. Just come in, talk about your code. Yeah, all those are us. All those are us. I just dropped yeah. a link to the one for today. But anybody at any level can come and just talk about their code. In, in some cases, like you're the only person in your family who knows anything about code, and like you try to tell them I made this 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 app, they're like, "What?" And they're like, "Okay." Like, so ugly. <laughs> what are you doing that for? You making any money? You rich yet? Like, oh my god! So this uh, is the place that you can come and you want to just talk about code. People who appreciate it come to the Code and Share. That's every first Saturday at one p.m. Central. So that's today. But we do have a variety. Once a month on the fourth Tuesday. We always have like a feature speaker. So like this yeah. fourth Tuesday, we have um, my man. Oh, my man. Oh, God. He works at Auth0 as a DevRel. What's his name? Anyway, he's going to come talk security and authorization and all that kind of thing. And authentication oh, nice. with Okta slash Auth0. I Ooh. can't think of his name. Oh, my God. That's a shame. I love that guy. I'm just <laughs> the worst with names. I'm just the absolute worst with names. But. He is coming, so join us. Get on the flag. You'll see my man JC. You'll see him much more often than me. Like I kind of pop in and out, but uh, yeah. he really was it day to day. What he does is every morning he opens up with like some questions of the day, and sometimes like you might even want to answer. You wanted to think about like that's a good thing. I need to consider that. So yeah, it's a cool place, man. It's a really cool place. No, I think that there's definitely a lot of value there. A lot of people are even saying in the chat like. Code and share or on Discord or Slack. It's actually on Slack, right? Because I think you guys have a Slack so channel. Slack is where we have our communication. The code and share is a meetup. It's like a Zoom or a Google Meet. So just go to meetup. I put the link. I put look at the last thing that I put in the chat. That's the link for the meetup. Look at our YouTube okay, channel. Got you. Okay, because I can't see it on my end. Maybe it's on your channel. Uh, but I can't see the I can't see it on my end. Okay, no problem. Yeah. But yeah, we're on meetup. And the meetup links will lend you will send you to the meetup links will send you to a Google Meet. Uh, which is how we hold all of our meetups through Google Meet now. But the Slack is for daily conversation. So two different things, two different purposes. Yeah. And in, and if and you could always connect with uh, Lawrence afterwards as well. Will I will Johnson. That's his name. Will Johnson from Off yeah. Zero. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, it, I had to find that. Smart guy. <laughs> Smart brother. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you guys have been doing this for quite some time. You can see the dates yeah. and times, everything there. I mean, this was my start. This was what made the difference for me, connecting yeah. with community, connecting with people who are just just decent folks that want to help other decent folks. If you're yeah. willing to listen, now one thing does not work well and has unfortunately happened, people come in, like, you know, they're at one level, but they're trying to like present themselves like I'm this and I'm that, da, 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 da. Like that doesn't, that's not the vibe of our org where everybody is humble. You will never know who's like a senior unless you just ask them because people are like mm. just humble. Just come in and just vibe with the group. And if you need yeah. something, you ask in the appropriate channel. Like we have free resume reviews. We've done free interview prep. 
Like everything's free. There's nothing money based in our entire organization. There's no wow. courses. It's just people helping people. I don't know many yeah. places like that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Not really. So this is this is fantastic. And this is the Facebook group here. You can go ha- go ahead and check that out. Yeah, our social media is not really up to date, so I'm not not going to promote that so much. Okay, the Slack channel, the Slack channel is popping every day. You'll see people on Slack. Okay, so per- perfect. So yeah, definitely check out the Slack Slack channel here uh, with Co Connector right here. You go ahead, yep, yep. and if you, you if you want to look to find that, you have to go back to where it is on the channel, which is the Co Connector.io, and you have yeah. to click where it says Get Involved. Go to learn to code, and I believe that's where this led to this. So if you there want to you find go. out more information, go ahead and do that there. So that's perfect. That's perfect. I think that um, you know, this was really good. I think you're gonna some people that are really interested in, in doing joining what you guys are doing. And so I find that that's 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 gonna be amazing. That's gonna be amazing. Uh Eric, me too, bro. I'm trying to get on this. <laughs> so this is nice, nice. Yeah, this this is lovely, man. This is lovely. Well, family, I want to say thank you so much. My my equipment started shut down on me. I don't know what's going on. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that later. But uh, one of my lights came off. But uh, but but thank you so much again, Lawrence, for your time. I do appreciate it. And family, connect with him. His information, if you're on YouTube, it's in the description. For Twitter, his LinkedIn is going to be there as well. Well, it is there right now as well. And also for I believe TikTok, uh, you're it's there as well. So go ahead and connect. Uh, Eric said full stack is the goal. And so you, you're speaking to the right person right now. You're speaking to the right person. So thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. Always a great interview. I appreciate that, Scott. Thank you so much, Operation Tech Takeover. Always a great interview indeed. I hope that's the goal. That's the goal. Um, thank you so much. And to everyone, have a great rest of your weekend. Take care, family. We love you. Thanks, Joe. We'll see you around, man. See ya. All right. All right, Lawrence.